Hello and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. We are on episode 333 and it is Wednesday, August 16th, 2023. I am your host, Victor Omoyo. And with me as always is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird. Y'all should have seen the way he just pushed the go live, but he just, yeah, we about to do this because apparently he got something to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just wanted to be fancy. Just wanted to be fancy today because it's been a couple weeks since our last episode. Yeah, I know. You know? Come on, take a fucking gander at us. <laughs> <laughs> kind of sound like a macho man right there. Yeah. Yeah. Freak out, freak out. Yeah. Tower of power. Yeah. Too sweet to be sour. Yeah. Snap it to a Slim Jim. Oh, yeah. You know what? You know Macho Man. He drops bars. You know, that's Hot 16. Yeah, you know the album. Be a man. Certified platinum. Yeah. You got diamonds in the, uh, diamonds in the sky. Lucy in the sky with diamonds. You understand? Yeah. Yeah. No, no pukesters over in the left. No pukesters coming in right now. Uh-uh. Yeah. Mm. Didn't need them then. Don't need them now. Dig it. <laughs> yeah. I miss Randy. <laughs> yeah. R.I.P. Macho Man Randy Savage. Gone too soon. Yes. True legend. But yes, we are here once again. Uh, another 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 week of nerd goodness and excitement. And as Carl uh, is sharing the episode all over Facebook, uh, we just want to say a quick shout out to uh, all of our viewers and listeners like yourself. Once again, thank you so much for, you know, checking out our show, Codex Prime Podcast. We're here every week, you know, just talking about nerd stuff and, you know, just chopping it up for about 90 minutes or so. So we appreciate your your listenership, your viewership, and all of that good stuff. Uh, we also want to give a shout out to the uh, Rhode Island Midnight Basketball League. Yep, playoffs is starting tomorrow. That's right. Yeah, it's a, it's been a it's been a season. Mm. It has definitely been a season. Indeed, indeed. And also, we want to give a shout out to a new sponsor, brand new sponsor. Oh. <laughs> yes, big shout outs to uh our bro- you know our brother and brothers and nerds sp- uh Sean Andrews and the Black Nerd Book Club. They are now an official um official nonprofit, so make sure you go out there and support them. Uh they will be at uh Troop this coming August 25th okay. from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. uh is the Codex Prime Podcast and the Black Nerd Book Club present DJ Mr. Bird live at Troop. All right. So make sure you come out to support, get to know the Black Black Nerd Book Club, listen to some music provided by yours truly. Um, yeah, there's going to be a lot going on, but yes, definitely support them. They got some good stuff in the in the works. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely some good good stuff for the community and good stuff for us. Yeah, absolutely, man. Us adults that believe that adulting is indeed overrated. <laughs> yeah, you know, adulting can can keep you down if you let it. You know, so many bills, so many uh, bills and, and, and more bills. And if you got kids, uh, more bills on top of that. So, you know. I'll just say it. Adulting sucks. <laughs> like... It- uh, I, you know, actually, I actually prefer adulting to, to, to kidding. That's because you got. That's because you got money and you can spend it however you want. But then the responsibilities kick in, and then you ain't got 
you know, you don't have the money to do said things, and then you're just depressed. Projecting much, Carl? No, I've just been there, done that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's, uh, you know, um, you know, it's, it's part of the grind, but, you know, we, we adapt. We, you know, we got to make the most of it. You know, life is a gift. Time is luck, as they say. Uh, speaking, uh, we got some peeps in the comments here, trickling in a little early. Uh, you got John Nunez Jr. Uh, What's happening, John? Yeah, welcome, sir. Welcome, sir, to the proceedings. Uh, yeah. So yeah. So yeah. More more nerd stuff coming down the pike. Uh, got a couple things uh, that, that I can chat about. Um, Carl, I'm sure you got a whole list of things that you want to get into. Indeed, I do. All right. Uh, so uh, strap up your folding chairs and get ready. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, uh, f- those who have folding chairs need apply. You know, uh, speaking of folding chairs, uh, you know, um, you know, uh, there's a c- certain uh, certain people have learned the hard way what what F A F O means. You know, mm-hmm. you fuck around, you find out. And uh, yeah, they did, yeah. And apparently, a bunch of a uh, bunch of racist ass uh, rednecks uh, in uh, in Montgomery, Selma, they thought that they could put hands on a brother who was just doing his job at the pier. You know, um, I'm sure I'm sure all of you are familiar with this story. In the last couple of weeks, it's been memed to hilarious effect. Uh, God damn it! I thought I did. Sorry. <laughs> you know, um, you know, Carl. Uh, uh, if you would like to set the scene for this, uh, for this uh, events where racists got their just desserts and then some. Well, <laughs> it all started August fifth, twenty twenty three, a day that will live famously and proudly in my heart mm-hmm. and in the hearts of others. Yes. So said, you know. Privilege uh, caucasoids mm-hmm. decided to park, you know, to dock their boat in a uh, public dock where the co-captain of said dock, to, you know, asked politely, "Hey, we need you to move this. We have a casino boat coming, and the law states that you know public boats, you know, take precedent over private boats." Yep. No, no, these entitled fucks did not. You know, take kindly of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, hurled racial slurs at them, mm-hmm. and then proceeded to attack this poor man. Mm. Poor man tried to hold his own. Yeah, but then you look to the skies, mm. and we saw that signal. The universal signal. For help, mm-hmm. as this cold captain tosses his hat in the air, Bobby Schmurda style. Mm-hmm. Hey, Auntie. Yep. And help was on the way. Oh yes. In the form of my fellow melanins, mm-hmm. my fellow melanated brothers and sisters. Even one who broke the stereotype that black folks can't swim. Yeah. Aquaman. Aquaman. 
Yeah. Why isn't he a cop? Oh, wait. Oh, my God. Dragon Con's coming up yet. He's going to be cosplayed. Oh, yeah. Michael B. Phelps. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And damn it. These people got the ass whooping Mm -hmm. that they deserve. Oh, yes. And I watched from multiple angles. As with a smile just as big as the previous angle I've seen before. Oh, yes. And then you got some, you know, got, you know, those under the, uh, I like to say, red hat persuasion. Mm-hmm. You know, saying, oh, how could you, how, if you smiled over a woman getting hit in the head with a chair, and this is where TikTok, you know, always come, always pulls through. Listen, I come from a generation where I cheered when Stephanie McMahon got chokeslammed through a table because she deserved it. Yeah. (laughs) And like Stephanie McMahon, she deserved it. She got into it. Mm -hmm. So all bets are off. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, You know, someone, this this woman uh, of the uh, unseasoned uh, persuasion. I like that. Yeah. Uh, caught a nice folding chair WWE style around her chrome dome um you know hey I'm not I'm not one for I'm not one for violence I'm not one to say that people should go around be hitting people with folding chairs outside of a professional wrestling setting but you know when when you try to attack a brother just doing his job especially when you when you think that it's okay to commit a hate crime thinking that nobody's gonna step in, you fuck around, you find out. Please tell me you saw those Crocs. <laughs> I did see those. Crocs. <laughs> Woo! They forgot to turn sport mode on in them things. <laughs> <laughs> and I, oh man, yeah, that that was great. I mean, the the ancestors were smiled. Proud. They were proud. They smiled that day. You know, they was merchandise the next day. It wasn't even twenty four hours. Oh no, and there was merch. Oh no, the meme machine it r- works. Did quick. not disappoint. Yeah. And I got to say, man, uh, you know, if if you if you live your life in such a way in which somebody has to swim to kick your ass, you probably deserve that ass ass kicking. You you probably do. Another fun fact. Said family went to the hospital to be treated. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is good. Mm. (laughs) You already. Mm -hmm. And. um since the town is predominantly black, mm-hmm. they refuse to be treated. <clears throat> Hurled racial slurs at the hospital and was like, all right, you can go. Saw the mugshot of the woman that got hit, in, who, got hit in the, who took the chair shot. Mm-hmm. She looked like one of the puppets from Mr. Rogers. <laughs> I'm so mad I didn't save it so I could have a visual demonstration. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh yeah, it's it's hilarious. The chairman his bail was set as at 300. 300. His GoFundMe ended up 300,000. Nice. Nice. Well done. Well done. So damn it. I'm happy as shit about that. (laughs) I loved every single. I loved every single minute. I loved every single angle. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was glorious. It was wonderful. 
It was. It, As a matter of fact, funny story, and I think I texted you this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was at work. This happened like literally the next day. Mm-hmm. I was at work, and I had to wait for a client to kind of, you know, he's having a little behavior. I had to calm down, so I had to wait it out. So one of so one of my coworkers just said, "Yeah, you may need to get a chair for this one." I told her. That has an entirely new meaning today. <laughs> we and laughter definitely ensued. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of folding chair memes in the last couple of weeks. And they've been great. Yeah. You strapped. Oh, I'm strapped. Oh, I'm strapped. Yeah. Got them in the garage. <laughs> yeah. I got some in the basement. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That, that goes to show you that, uh, you know, 2023, all y'all racist, y'all put on notice, you know. My My Oh man. Yeah. You'll love to see it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Ancestors are proud. Uh yes. Uh what's up uh to some of our commenters? Uh Chris Revel, Jim Savard, friends of the show. What's going on, y'all? <laughs> but yeah, uh yeah. What else? Uh, what else is uh, um, going on? Going, uh, big shout, uh, big shout out to the UWO podcast. They let me crash that show, and it was just good times all around. Just same old. They were they were surprised, and we talked about said brawl, and you know, amongst other things in the world of professional wrestling. So uh, it, it it was good. Uh, let's just say wounds are healed. It's good. Wounds are healed. That's good. You know, wounds are healed, you know, because, you know, life's a gift, you know, and time, time is shorter, shorter than we realize. Yeah. yeah. The the adventures of Brian and Carl should be making a comeback. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. You, you tend to forget how much fun you have with a person when you reunite with them. Mm. Indeed. Yeah. I'm so good. I'm glad. Well, but on the comic front, I would say, oh, uh. Since Kyle was watching, mm-hmm. uh, remind Brian I need that list of the uh, greatest hip hop song ever mm. that Hot 97 did. Greatest hip hop song that ni- Hot 97 did? Yeah. They did a list. Oh, they did a list. Okay. Yeah. And um, it, it, it's, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's controversial. Very. Very. Hmm. I need to see this list. Do you know how many representations that the one Tupac Amaru Shakur had? On the list? Yeah. If I had to guess, maybe like 10. One. One? Yes. Just one Tupac song? One Tupac song. I'm going to give you three guesses on which Tupac song it was. Okay. Okay, one song. Uh, is it Me Against the World? Wrong. I Get Around? That's it. Really? Yeah. Just I Get Around? Yeah. It's a good song, but he's made better songs. Oh, absolutely. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. I mean, like, I, I, I don't mind it being in the list if there were other Tupac songs along with that song. Correct. Biggie probably hit, Biggie had a few mentions. Okay. I think Drake actually only had one. I think Nicki Nicki Minaj had more. 
more? Yes. Nicki Minaj had more representation than Tupac on that list. That... No. I, that's unacceptable, man. I don't accept that at all. It happened. So what was the number one song on that list? Drake had three. Three, three Drake songs. But one Tupac. Yeah, I don't. I don't know who put this list together from Hot ninety seven. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's like a. I probably don't even have any. If it's a battery ni- power in this thing. I don't know if it's like some some nineteen year old intern. You know who's who's just getting into hip hop, but come on, man, come on, son. What, what, what was the number one song? Nicki even being on the list is unacceptable. Let's see. I'm actually. I need to know what the number one song on this list is, or, or even the top five, because I'm curious. Uh, best rap song. Because best rap songs, you can. There's a whole bunch, like uh, from the golden era. You can go to like, you know, uh, fight the power, rebel without a pause, um, or rebel without a cause, rather. Um, let me see. Shoot, Nas. Anything off Illmatic, really. Um, the world is yours. Uh, Jay Z, take it, take your pick. Reasonable doubt. Uh, you know the blueprint. Okay, Who else? They, I don't know. Wu Tang, Red, Red and Meth. There's a whole bunch. Outcast, Juvenile, Dirty South. The number one song was "If I Rule the World" by Nas. Okay, I mean, okay, okay. Top, I'll give you the top 10. Okay. Number 10, 50 Cent in the Club. The song was a huge juggernaut when it came out. Yeah, I'll allow it. Number 9, Kanye West is through the wire. Say what you want about him now. But College Dropout was and still is that album. It's his best album. Yes. Number eight. Little Kim's Big Mama Thing. Does it shouldn't be in the top ten. Number I agree with that. Yeah. Number seven. You and ITY by Queen Latifah. Okay. Yeah, you know, legendary. Uh number six. Biggie's One More Chance. Of course. Uh, number five, Biggie, Juicy. Juicy. Number four, Children's Story by Slick Rick. Hmm. Okay, I mean, Slick Rick, legend, you know. I don't know about top ten, though. Uh, number three, Paid in Full, Seven Minutes of Met. Well, I think that's just what they got for the playlist. But Paid in Full uh, by Eric B. and Rakim. Okay. That, yeah, yep. rightfully so. Yep. Number two, Triumph by the Wu-Tang Clan. Okay. Yep. Definitely top five worthy. Yep. I'll, I'll, and number one, If I Rule the World by Nas. Okay. You know, um, I'm not, I'm not mad at the, I'm not, not, not mad at the number one spot. I mean, it could be any, any high profile track. I would put Paid in Full at number one. Okay. No, I want to. I would put that. Paid in Full at number one. Yeah, paid in full or that mainly because that song was like what set the bar to like modern day lyricism. Yeah, like paid in full or I ain't no joke. Yeah, 
Microphone fiend. I would say paid in full. More people know. More people would. Good crowd will know the lyrics to uh, Peyton Full than like Eric B for Prez or mm. Microphone Fiends. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, no, no arguments there. But um, yeah, hmm, yeah. I don't know. I think that top ten list you could you could definitely do with a definitely with Tupac should be in there. Nothing I'll, but a G thing is eighteen. Okay, you can, say, you can argue say okay top twenty maybe. Uh, uh, I'm trying to find the fr- Tribe Called Quest could be on there. Uh, Bonita Applebaum is number 25, Bonita. and that's the highest. Um, yeah, that's the highest a Tribe Called Quest song. Hmm. I mean, Bonita Applebaum's too, too. That's too low for for. They, they've had they've had hotter songs than Beneath Apple Bump, but I yeah. know that's one of their signature tracks. So, um, I'm really trying to get to Black Star's number five. Respiration by a Black Star is number thirty five. The highest Jay Z solo Jay Z song is Where I'm From. What? Where I'm from? What? That's that's a random pick. Right after is Hot N Word by uh, Bobby Schmurder. Okay, why is Bobby Schmurder on the, even on that list though? What? Where I'm from? Yep. You might as well put like the city is mine or I know a girl's like. <laughs> if you're gonna put something so random like that. Uh. Yeah, number fifty is all about the Benjamins. Jay Z mm. has one mention on this top fifty. Yeah, I I, I disagree. I fundamentally disagree with this list. Oh, me too. Yeah, the I I I don't, I don't no. It's okay. That's okay. I I fundamentally too. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we can put together a more more solid list than that. And for a future Codex Prime podcast episode, we shall. Mm, indeed. You know we 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 you know we were talking about a an upcoming tournament, uh, for hip hop. Oh, I sent it to some of the fleet DJs. Ooh. I want to know. I want to know. They, uh, yeah, they, they. I have to go. I have to go find it and screenshot it and send it to you. But there was there was some pretty good ones. People had some interesting thoughts. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, but yeah, there was that. That was that little controversy. You know, that controversy lift. But I think people set up those lifts for the simple, for the sake of conversation. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's funny. Because I feel like you really just cannot have a an intellectual hip hop conversation with little Yachty and Uzi Vert. I mean, like you can about a tribe called Quest or EPMD. Oh yeah, absolutely. You you just cannot. I mean, I mean, little Uzi Vert and little Yachty, they they have some 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 real poetry in their lyrics. Like, uh, I do like that song. I just want to rock. Uh, let me see. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna look up some little Yachty lyrics. Just for the record, Kyle, he says, "Yo, Willow calls me the best Rhode Islander." Oh, you had to pay for her picture. I didn't. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, but at least on the comic front. So, one issue I picked up is well, one series that I just started and I'm actually enjoying is called Creed: The Next Round. Okay. Uh, published by Boom Studios. Check that out. Written by uh, Latoya Morgan and Jay Jameson, Jai Jameson, excuse me. Uh, and the artist is by the artist is uh, Wilton Santos. So it's set ten years after the events of Creed Three, which I still need to see. Oh, okay. And uh, Adonis's daughter Amara is starting, you know, to build her reputation and make a name for herself in the realm of boxing. And you know, with Adonis as her trainer and uh, Bianca as her manager. Mm-hmm. So, but. Uh, she she's a little too you know she's a little too hungry too a little too high headed, so you know, they kind of t- like yo chill kind of pump the brakes a little let's do this the smart way, mm-hmm. you know don't do what I did let's do this the smart way but you know she's too eager. You know she's too eager to get out there and be the best and it's, you know she's really trying to rush her she's really trying to rush her boxing career mm-hmm. and I think she's only like sixteen at the time, mm-hmm. so. Uh, so far, I'm actually enjoying. I'm enjoying that. It's a it's a little it's a little fun read. Yeah, it's a fun read. I don't think it's gonna be a all in uh, ongoing series, but I'm for it. Hmm. I'm for it. And now one one comic is I have hyped this up enough, and you probably will not read it because of that uh, the way I hyped it up, and okay. you know how. You are when it comes to hype. Mm-hmm. But this comic series is an A24 movie in comic form. I Jim Savard even recommended it to us mm-hmm. when he was on the show, and I picked it up. Let's just say it's moving so fast that the only printing I was able to get of the number one issue was a third printing. Okay. Wow. That's how fast it's been selling out. And uh, it's called World Tree. Okay, it's clean enough for the... Okay, World Tree, World Tree written by uh, one of my favorites, uh, James Tiny in the Fourth. And uh, the art is by uh, Fernando Blanco. So I had to, to properly tell... Give the description. I literally had to read what it says on the on uh, the website. Mm-hmm. So, in the year 1999, Gabriel and his friends discovered the Undernet, mm-hmm. which is a secret architecture to the internet that we know today. Okay. But they charted their exploration on a message board called World Tree. Mm-hmm. That's the title. But someone broke into World Tree and welcomed the violent hold that the Undernet has on them. So it's like if you search this Undernet. You go on a massive killing spree. It drives you to a, on a streak of pure violence. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like mind control. Yeah, I was. I'm sitting here reading this like this would actually be an A24 Ariasta movie <laughs> that I can co-sign on. Mm. Okay. And this is a Victor ass movie in a comic form. I'm intrigued. You should be. You should be. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be generous enough to let you hold my number one. Are you sure? Because I can go I can go find this. 
Yeah, go find it because you yeah. it takes you it took you a year to watch Limitless. I had other stuff going on. It took you a year to watch Limitless. Yeah, it did. But at least it didn't take you as long to watch the other guys. Yeah, other guys is great. Uh, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> like I'm t- I'm waiting for Jersey Boys to come in town and I'm like, oh, we're getting some cucumber water. <laughs> oh yeah. Rub our genitals on a priest. <laughs> we will have sex in your car. It will happen again. <laughs> Oh, but yep. So, for my, uh, and, you know, of course, you know, I had to go and uh, do my little, uh, do some comic book digging. So I end up getting a hold of uh, X Factor Six, actually, mm-hmm. and it's the first full appearance of Apocalypse. Oh, okay. Look at that mug. Yep. And then. X-Men number four, the first full appearance of a one Omega Red. Oh, okay, yeah. From 1992. Uh, X-Factor was uh, 86. Hmm. All right. And, of course, you know, you know I love my graded comics. I happened to catch a uh, local comic shop day. A copy of Something is Killing the Children, another uh, James Tiny in a a storyline that's, you know, still ongoing today, which I'm still a fan of. Mm. And then also, I end up catching out a really good steal, Walking Dead 108, which is the first appearance of King Ezekiel, who was played by uh, Kari Payton Payton Mm -hmm. in the show. Okay. So... And you know me. I'm a child of the 90s. Mm-hmm. I am one for nostalgia. I just happened to pick up on Amazon for a really good price the home yeah, the home love nostalgia gaming stick. Oh, okay. You can hook this up to your computer or your HD TV. Mm-hmm. Obviously plug it in. Turn on these uh, PlayStation Lite controllers, mm-hmm. and I have access to hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of games. Oh! I actually believe this is how uh, Xavier Woods does up, up, down, down. Yeah. With classic games. Yeah, that has to be it. You know, you know, it's funny. Like I was. I, I have I have my eye on something similar, like a similar device that yeah. you can just hook up to a TV and has like similar controls. Because I I really have the I, I've been having the itch to like to like dive in all into all these old retro games, especially for the, the Super Nintendo and the arcades. Yeah, I was playing. I was but the first game I played on it was the Simpsons arcade game. Nice. And of course, you know who I always pick, Marge. <laughs> yeah, she got the vacuum cleaner. You ain't lying. That vacuum cleaner does damage. Yeah, it's got range. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so it's got it's got uh, multiple consoles on this thing. Yeah. Nice. Saw some retro Street Fighter games and like, I'm just sitting there like, I can probably scroll for hours mm. just to see what they got. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely get one of those soon because I've, I've seen them. Seen very, for, very for forty bucks on Amazon. Nice. Came in what two days later. Oh sweet. Yeah, I might have to pick one up. I've seen like a whole bunch of like of these types of devices on Amazon too. Yeah, 
And even on Instagram, like there was one that, that was like advertised to me. I'm like, oh, this looks interesting. So yeah, I think it's, I think it was actually worth it. So yeah, you know, because I've been I've been uh, hankering to play some old old games. You know, like what? Like uh, like for the arcade, uh, Aliens versus Predator. Um, that's a classic. Mm-hmm. Strange how that like how that game never got a console release, like the arcade version. Right. Uh, the Punisher arcade game. Oh man, that was fun. With uh, you played as Nick Fury and the Punisher, <laughs> and you fight Kingpin at the end. Uh, Cadillacs and dinosaurs. <laughs> that that was that was the shit back then. Yeah. Oh man, what else? Uh, I mean, the Ninja Turtles have got the Kawabunga collection. Yeah, that's true. Um, did you pick that up? I did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. From play, the PlayStation Store. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you beat the uh, water level in Ninja Turtles One? I did. Yeah. It's it's actually easier than I thought. You felt accomplished, didn't you? I did. And then I got to the third third part, and I just never got past it. I'm like, okay, my work here is done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, John Haponics here, speaking of video games, he asked if he missed the Twisted Metal review. Haven't even had the chance to watch it yet. I've been so tired. Yeah. I'm a tired I'm a tired and busy individual. Yeah. I, I understand. And I'm not blaming fatherhood. Because <laughs> she watches whatever I want to watch with me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a 24-7 gig. It is, but yeah. she, 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 she makes it easy. I, 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 I'm I'm lucky. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, uh, Twisted Metal, uh, haven't watched it yet. Uh, I know that Anthony Mackie's in it. Yeah. And uh, Samoa Joe plays Sweet Tooth, yeah. the, the physical performance. Um, I'm hearing good things about it. Uh, I am curious. I, I, I do want to play, replay Twisted Metal 2. Oh my God, now that, what you talk about some fun. That was a fun game. Yeah, Twisted Metal 2 is my favorite. That and Twisted Metal Black for the PS2. Th- those are my two favorite Twisted Metal games. If they have Def Jam in that, in that thing, I haven't scrolled that far yet, but if they do. Is there a PS2 emulator on there? I don't know. Or, or Xbox? Because if they have so the... We d- can literally just like do record and play at the same time. Mm. I mean, we can hook it up to that TV right there. Don't tempt me. We'll do it after the show. All right. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I'll be back happens. late. <laughs> But yeah, if they have Def Jam, Vendetta, and Fight for New York... I might as well just spend the night. Man. Man, man, the couch is right there. <laughs> I'm not... Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> but I will say, Def Jam, Def Jam, Fight for New York, fuck crack. <laughs> I hate I crack. The, I, I feel like I'm the only person who can just beat them with no problem. I don't know what it is. I don't know what's the... It's something about the AI, but like... Crack, Joey Crack, you know, Fat Joe, he's cool in real life. But in the game, fuck him. Like, his character is just so absurdly cheap. Just, like, the difficulty spike goes, like, from, like, 0 to 10. And it's, like, it takes me, like, five, six tries to to get past Joey Crack in that I'll game. I'll never forget it. I was... I don't get it. <laughs> Brian ended up getting it, and he was just, like... I fucking yo, Fat Joe was so hard. I was like, give me a shot. Beat him in one shot. He was so pissed. I don't blame him. <laughs> I'd be pissed too. I'd be pissed too. How? Oh my god. But the memories, man. Yeah. I, I do have the hard copies of the games though. But. I'm so mad. Do you know how much money those go for? I got lucky. I, I got lucky when I, I went to 
like a few years ago, I went to Time Capsule yeah. in Seekonk, and they had they had a copy of Def Jam Fight for New York for forty bucks. That that's a steal. Yeah, that's a steal. It's one of those things where you know, like if you go somewhere, if you find something cheap and it's right in front of your face, yeah, you have to buy it right then and there at that moment because you'll never see it that cheap again. True. Very yeah, true. Like as a comic collector, you, yeah, I'm yeah, a, yeah. I'm, I'm sure you've got plenty of comics that got away. Yeah, and it's like what could have been. But yeah. yeah, Def Jam fight for New York, one fifty. Jeez, no thanks. A man. Japanese edition for seventy. Mm. Yeah, th- yeah. You you got to shout out some. Some absurd prices just to get a, a hard copy. Yeah, one fifty. Yeah, and a greatest hits for one thirty. Oh wow. Yeah, and plus, like you know, because of all of, all of the music in those games. Yeah. The, oh my yeah. god, those soundtracks. Yeah, the licensing would be way too expensive, so yeah. that's why they're gonna stay out of print. Unless you got one of those. Yep. But and you remember the story that Patrick Hickey. Uh, Oh, yeah, about the development of Def Jam Vendetta. That's why I fear for AEW. Yeah, I mean, from what I hear of Fight Forever, I still want to play it because, like, I hear that the, that the base game has a lot of potential to, to expand into something really special. But, you know, hopefully history doesn't repeat itself. And that, that's what I'm afraid of. Mm. But, you know, I think I'm, I'm sure it was someone like with Kenny Omega who's like an enthusiast, you know. Being being in yeah. the developer's ear, he can get some things moving. Yep, and of course in the chat, my main man, your main man Stubert. Stubert, you say his name right. It's your main man Stubert. There you go. The uh, the AKA uh, the real life Velocipastor himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the way I. Why is his name Frankie Mermaid? <laughs> he ain't gonna tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh that was good. Yeah. That was good. But, but yeah. yeah, that's what I've been up to. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Oh, um oh before before I get to my get to what I've been up to, have you had a chance to read issue one of Blade? Yes. Yes. That has good potential. It does. I I I'm, I was like, you know what? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's swimming in. <laughs> oh man, we need we need a Frankie M- Mermaid prequel. We do. Yeah. We do. Or you can just do a sequel. Just just don't even explain wh- how he came back to life. You don't need to. No. Not in that universe. Nope. <laughs> I do. People drive to China. <laughs> In that movie, The Velocipaster. I don't think we can. Have, I don't think we have to explain why Frankie Mermaid is still walking around in these streets. <laughs> oh, people drive to China. Yeah. Oh, that pops. It's not story. impossible to drive to China. Yeah. From like here to China. Yes, it is. No, it's not. How is how is it? Ice bridge. That has, that has to be a pretty big ice bridge. No, it is. Like across from Alaska to Russia? Yeah. There's an ice bridge that, like, in the winter, it freezes up so well that you can literally just drive over. Hmm. 
I wouldn't take that risk. I'll just get a plane ticket then. I'm good. Plus, you 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 know you don't want to go through Russian airspace nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. But even then, still, I'm just saying. I I didn't say you hmm. won't do it. You have to do it. Hmm. I'm just stating that it's possible. All right. Well, the more you know. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, what I've been up to? Um, you know, I've been. I've been playing uh, a video game uh, for the past month and a half. I I have been playing Legend of Zelda, the Tears of the Kingdom. Um, I am over 50 hours into the game. I barely touched the main story. <laughs> oh God, why are you doing the side quests? I mean, I should. this game should be... I mean, Tears of the Kingdom... It, first of all, it's a phenomenal game. Like, like Breath of the Wild is like the best Zelda game ever made, in my opinion. And and Tears of the Kingdom, it's like, okay, how do you capitalize on greatness? How do you capitalize on perfection, really? And Tears of the Kingdom is answering that in in in, in big ways. I mean, I got I, I I think I think the more proper name for this game should be called Zelda Ring, because. Um, because that's exactly what it what it is. We're talking like a vast open world. You can pretty much start and go in any direction. You don't even have to acknowledge the main quest for like literally hours at a time. Uh, the, in, in, in Tears of the Kingdom, there's there's three there's three distinct um, landscapes that you can explore in Hyrule. There's the sky the Sky Islands, uh, where you start off at. There's the Hyrule itself, which is a vast open open world, and then there's below Hyrule, which is which are the depths, which is these pitch pitch black underground caves and caverns. And there's so much ground to cover. There's there are so many side quests. There are so many other things that that are beyond the beaten path that you just like that you just encounter, and then boom, there it is, and it just like takes you away from whatever your main objective is. And the game is all about exploration. And each time I've been exploring and just going off the beaten path, I, I I'm rewarded. Like I find something really cool. I explore different shrines. Um, you can I explore the different shrines in the game. There's like 150 some some odd shrines in the game. I've found 40 of them uh, so far. Uh, there are these um, there's there are these uh, zonai these things called zonai devices where you can actually create. If you have the if you have the materials, you can actually create your own absurd, absurd like uh, pieces of transportation. Uh, these bizarre weapons you can you can actually create like a like a motorcycle or like a pickup truck if you wanted to. It just like run over enemies. If you got the battery power, um, you can create rockets. Um, you can create like mechs. <laughs> I've seen some like crazy creations on YouTube, like how people, how far people can go with the with the Zonai creation device creation, and it's it's just absurd. Like you can like I, you can literally literally pour hours and just into into just that element of the game alone. Uh, oh man, what else? Um, you can you can like look for these towers to uncover more of the map, and there's and there are these like these like tiers all all around all across Hyrule and they're kind of like the game's version of crop circles mm -hmm. and then you like you once you once you approach them you have to find like the the, the tier for each of these uh crop circle d designs but I feel like this map is like 10 times bigger than Breath of the Wild 
It, it kind of is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, like you can find these these tiers in which 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 uh, give you more, gives you more of the story and the backstory. And there's like twelve of them spread across like the kingdom. Um, all sorts of weapons you can find. Man, it, it's it, it it's a project. Fifty hours and you barely made a dent. Yeah, I I barely acknowledged the main story. Like I have like one, I have like a like a few objectives and a whole list of side quests. Because I'm, cause I'm just exploring. I'm just like getting into different side quests, exploring different parts of the map that were undiscovered before. And yeah, man. So it, it picks off like right from uh, Breath of the Wild? Yeah, like 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 a, like a short time after Breath of the Wild. And man, it, it, it really does make Breath of the Wild look like a proof of concept game where, where Breath of the Wild, as great as it was, man, Tears of the Kingdom like multiplies everything like tenfold. And you're just sitting there like, like five hours later, like, oh my God, like I've barely made a dent in this main story, but I've seen so much of the, of this one area of the map. Yeah, man. It, and it, it's really a technical achievement too. Cause the fact that, that Nintendo can fit that massive game on that tiny little SD card. Yeah. Man. Man, I almost—it was like when I when I went to when, when I went to Best Buy, it was between that game and Final Fantasy 16. I was this close to getting Final Fantasy 16, but Tears of the Kingdom was like, yeah, it was calling me. And plus, I hadn't played my Switch in a while, so man, I I don't know when I'm gonna beat Tears of the Kingdom. It's gonna I don't probably by the end of the year. I I was guessing that I was gonna at least say December. Yeah, and you're pretty good, and you're pretty fast when it comes to like beating games. Yeah, but but this game, man, it, it's kind of like Elden Ring, where Elden Ring, yeah, took Elden me, Ring took you a summer. Yeah, it took me the whole summer to finish this one. I don't even know if I'm halfway. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you didn't touch the main story. Yeah, I know it's it, it, it's 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 a lot of games. Some may say too much game, perhaps, but. I'm 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 gonna meet the challenge. I'm gonna I'm gonna finish the game. By the end of the year, I'm gonna finish strong. I know there are other games that are gonna distract me, like Spider-Man Two coming out in October. Oh fuck that! That shit's gonna take all my attention. Oh yeah, that. Uh, the oh, side- Jazzy's just sitting on my lap and just be like, get her. <laughs> like that's just get the second get her. But you gotta nope. That's great parenting, Carl. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, between between Spider Man, uh, Phantom Liberty, the Cyberpunk expansion. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, oh my God, the new Mortal Kombat. I'm, you know what? With Mortal Kombat One, I'm intrigued because I actually took the time to watch the story mode cutscenes on YouTube for Mortal Kombat Nine, uh, Ten, and Eleven, just to catch up on all the, all the story. Yeah, I'm intrigued. I'm interested. Should have played it. You can probably get. Well, PS5 is not backwards compatible, but well, well, I do have Mortal Kombat 11 on the PS5 because it's one of the free games uh, from from PlayStation Premium. Is it the ultimate one? Yeah. Oh, then play it. Yeah, I've played a little bit of it. No, just play it. Play it through. Play it through. And then you're gonna be like, "This is a very well told story." Yeah, I actually, yeah, I watched all, I watched all the cutscenes on YouTube. They stitched, they stitched the main story. Oh, together. they put them all together. Yeah. Like it's like a, like it's one big movie. And I was like, okay, well done. This is interesting. Like Johnny Cage is 
you know, he was like the most well-developed character, you know, from a dickhead to like a, this mature father figure. Yeah. Yep. Liu Kang actually becomes a god. Yeah. I was like, wow. Okay. That explains Mortal Kombat 1. I'm intrigued. Yeah. But Takeda comes back in this game. They brought Takeda back. Takeda. Is he the one with the, is he the blindfolded one? No, but he's back in the game too. Mm. That's how Takeda is actually his son. Oh. The blind swordsman is his son. Oh, wow. Okay. And I was good with him in Mortal Kombat 10. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm intrigued. I mean, I mean I'm not I'm no, normally not into fighting games, but Mortal Kombat 1, I mean if it, Oh, I already got my pre-orders. All right. Well, we'll we'll see. It comes out next month. It does. Yeah. Then Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man 2 is going to be juicy, man. Oh my God. Between between Spider-Man 2, Tears of the Kingdom, uh Diablo 4, Resident Evil 4 remake. And this this year Yeah, this game of the year is going to be a tough one for you. Yeah. At least the co- at least for Coda. <laughs> yeah, and then and then Final Fantasy 16, which I haven't gotten to yet. I is that on the bucket list of games? Yeah, it's on my list of games to play uh, this year. I, I'll I'll play it eventually, but <sighs> Tears of the Kingdom. Isn't man. it good to have a to have a significant other that puts up with all that gaming? <laughs> well, yeah, she does sometimes though. Yeah, you know, like you know. Um, I, I I have to acknowledge that I I can't play like like I used to in the sense that I can't play like like a, in my like I was a bachelor before like yeah. I just literally play all day like I can play for hours at a time but then I got other stuff to do yeah yeah here's one thing about here's one thing about Lisa she gets she'll just sit there she's like yeah I just like being around you and stuff and she'll watch it she'll get invested into the story God of War. Oh. She was invested. <laughs> she was just like, they they, they killed the they killed them. like yeah, they killed yeah. them off. Yeah, yeah, Ragnarok. That was a great yeah. story. Yeah, it was such a good game. Yeah. And then what else was? It? What else was another? Game? She got invested. She got invested into the many times I played Ghosts as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder if th- are they doing a sequel. I know they're doing a movie. You know, that's a good question. Is this like, what would be the story? Hmm. I don't know. Like, if if they if they're doing a movie or a TV show of they Ghost, can just tell the story from the game. Oh yeah, that's that's easy. Oh yeah, just like The Last of Us on HBO. Yeah, I, I just came across an article. Hmm. The showrunner may found that Abby. Oh, ooh. Uh, see, I'm now I'm intrigued about Last of Us Part Two. How it's gonna be on TV? TV yeah. Mm. That's how you do that show on TV. Did you even finish the first season? Nah. I mean, I mean, I, I've Pedro Pascal and uh, I forget Bella Bella Ramsey. Yeah, they both received Emmy nominations for it. Oh, well deserved. You only see in. You've only seen the first episode. Yeah. Which even in, like, I came across an article and they were saying, like, yeah, the the opening to The Last of Us Part 1 still remains as the greatest opening in a video game ever. Mm. Yeah, you kind of felt that shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can't argue that. I mean, there, I mean, it's, it's debatable, but that's definitely up there. That's up there. Uh, Man, greatest openings for games. I'd have to, I'd have to really think about that one. 
but yeah, uh, yeah. Besides, Ghost uh, was a good one. So, yeah. yeah, but yeah. Besides, Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, <laughs> um, I also managed to watch uh, a new Netflix movie, which uh, just dropped um, a few weeks ago, and it's a uh, science fiction uh, comedy. It's part slash like social horror movie. It's called They Cloned Tyrone. Oh no, 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 that's on my list. I wanted to watch that. Ah, I think I gotta leave the room. No, it's okay. I mean, this won't be a spoiler review. This won't be a spoiler review. Uh, uh they cloned Tyrone. It's uh it's kind of in the vein of sorry to bother you, like in terms of like that that sat that satire slash um um, homage to black exploitation films, and the way that it's filmed, like like it's shot with like some real nice film grain. I think it was shot. I don't know if it was shot in like six sixteen millimeter, but but yeah, it has that it has that nice film grain look to it, kind of like an old black exploitation film. Yeah. So because you know how a lot of Netflix movies and shows have like that glossy digital sheen. Yeah. Like this, like this one kind of looks like it's it has like like texture. it's actually shot shot with film instead of digitally. Yeah, like it has that real texture to it. Yeah. But yeah, uh, they clone Tyrone. Um, stars uh, John Boyega, uh, Jamie Fox, and Tayona Paris. Um, so the, the 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 setup of the film is that uh, John Boyega he plays this guy named Fontaine, who's this uh, this really hot headed, uh, really menacing drug dealer who lives in this uh, rundown neighborhood called the Glen, and uh, you know he he regularly shakes down. Uh, this pimp named Slick Charles, <laughs> played by Jamie Fox, who's in, who's kind of like a fast talking a uh, uh, pimp who, who try who try who tries to tries to be intimidating. He tries to get his Frankie Mermaid on, but you know he's he's less intimidate intimidating than Frankie Mermaid, although he has a better hair, better hair. Uh, I will say situation. <laughs> I, I will say this. Slick Charles, Jamie Fox has a very interesting name, like interesting way of naming his characters. Like, have you ever seen Horrible Bosses? Yeah, was it was it um motherfucker Jones? Yep, <laughs> <laughs> that is a good name. That is. Mother- <laughs> uh, and then he got so he plays a pimp, and he got Tayona Paris who plays Yo Yo, who's this prostitute, this uh, sex worker who has a penchant for Nancy Drew novels. Um, and so yeah, they uh they come across this uh this weird conspiracy. Where uh, where John Boyega, uh, his character Fontaine, um, uh, there's one there's one scene early on in the film like uh, he runs afoul of uh, one of the other local dealers. He gets shot and killed, okay. and then he wakes up the next day, and much to the shock of everyone, they're like, "How are you still alive? You died!" And then that's when he's like, "What is going on here?" So then they go on this uh, him. Um, Tiana Paris and Jamie Foxx, they go on this uh, this mission, this mystery to find out what's going on. And yeah, I gotta say, man, uh, they clone Tyrone. It's 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 a sharp film. Like it's uh, it it kind of sits in that vein of like Get Out, Sorry to Bother You, um, uh, The Blackening, which I haven't seen yet, but I heard good things about. Which kind of like explores like uh, you know like race and racism and like how like how um, the denigration of like of like black americans by the man and like you know systemic racism um it kind of has like also like hints of black dynamite in there like there and and also uh aaron ferguson ak he saw he saw take clone tyrone um 
He, he pulled the 50 cent. He got shot nine <laughs> times. Yep. That was, uh, that, that was what Get Rich and Die Trying was about. Oh, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Um, there's a, there are certain like satirical gags in the film that kind of make fun of, that kind of like poke fun at like some stereotypes. Like for example, um, there's a liquor store that Fontaine frequents. It's called Got Drank. Um, there, there's a, there's a fried chicken commercial, which shows a bunch of black folks dancing, smiling, like pop locking. And, 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 and the chain is called Goddamn chicken. And when I saw that, I was I audibly shouted, "No, <laughs> no." <laughs> I mean, I know I know that's kind of making fun of Popeyes as well, and like you know the fact that people fight each other over chicken sandwiches. But so it started the pandemic. <sighs> oh my god! <laughs> no, let, let, undercover let, brother. That's what, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> uh. Yeah, there's there's that. There's uh Oh my god. There there's a random ass cameo which which I won't spoil. Please don't. But when I saw this actor appear, I'm like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah. This this movie is it's it's definitely creative. They clone Tyrone. It's um it's something that that definitely it, it, it's smartly written. It's it's funny as hell. Like I like how it takes like three stereotypical character archetypes like like a drug dealer a pimp and, and a sex worker a prostitute and makes them heroes it gives them depth yeah um i like i like what it has to say about those stereotypes and like respectability politics and systemic racism like it says it in a really creative way and uh and joel taylor um who's that's his directorial debut i'm looking forward to seeing what he has next because like you know uh you know, I, 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 I like the fact that, you know, we, we're getting films like this, like Jordan Peele kind of opened the doors for like this new wave of like black horror, sci-fi creativity. Yeah, good, because Jordan Peele it's can't still... be the only one, only black person doing horror. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, I love Get Out, Us, and Nope, but, you know, he can't be the only person. There has to be more than one. Right. So, yeah, uh, They Clone Tyrone. Uh, it's on Netflix. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm still a little salty about that whole fried chicken scene. <laughs> it's 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 funny, but it's like, goddamn man. You did give me, but you did give me an idea of like making a meme. Oh yeah, a meme. Mm-hmm. You know how I made one? Yeah, uh, from the last episode when you said that you was gonna see Barbie for a second time. Yep, which I did. I knew it. Did you pull up the way I described it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wanted to, but I couldn't. Uh, but yeah, God, I. Too damn <laughs> but I, I did see Barbie a second time, and I uh, saw it with my fiance, and she really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it even more the second time. Man, it's, it's it's so good. And Barbie actually, you know, not only did it break a billion dollars, but it became Warner Brothers' uh, biggest, highest, highest grossing um, money making film. Like it beat out The Dark Knight. It beat out the Dark Knight. Different, or, yeah. But here's the thing: the audience got bigger. Yeah. Since you know, since then. So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah, Barbie. It's uh, that's that's a great film. I've I've waxed poetic about it a couple weeks ago on the podcast. I will get the 4K Steelbook if there is one. If it comes out. Tickled pink. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm tickled pink. You know, two two snaps up. Yeah. 
<laughs> but yeah, man, man. Uh, yeah, they clone Tyrone. That's on Netflix. Um, let's see another another. What else have I been watching? Watching watching. Uh, started watching one uh, mini series or like a, a TV show on Netflix um, that my fiance got me into. It's uh, the South African uh, comedy drama show called How to Ruin Christmas, which uh, which is actually pretty interesting. Um, it's about this uh, this this uh, this young woman who's kind of a fuck up, and like basically like everything she touched turns to shit. It's kind of like the reverse Midas touch, and basically like uh, she's on the verge of ruining her her uh, her sister's wedding. Um, there it involves like a, a bougie parents, some infidelity, some some drunkenness, deadbeat dads. Um, it's a lot, but uh, it's an entertaining show. Gotta do one for her. Yeah, you know, you know, you gotta have one, one for one for me, one for you, and and and, and I gotta say, and I gotta say this, you know, um, uh, How to Ruin Christmas, it's a good show. It's How to Ruin Christmas is a good show, but I gotta say this, um, you know, thinking about this, thinking about the movie, going back a little bit, a little bit, uh, they cloned Tyrone. Now, I will say, if they had cloned, you know, Tyrone Johnson the yeah, second, right? Know. You know, it'd be like a, it'd be a huge waste of scientific resources because why would you clone somebody like that? Cause he's you know. a good person. <laughs> Talking about my friend like that. I mean, cause, cause, ty- cause, why would you clone a salty hater? You know, who, who, who's, uh, you know. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. Now I see what you. Now I see what you do. <laughs> because sci- because they'd be like, wow, man, we we just cloned, we just cloned this dude who who ain't about nothing. For, so first of all, he's a good man. All right. I mean, by the way. <laughs> There's three of them. Three? Yeah. Three. He's Tyrone Johnson the second. Yeah, but uh, why would they clone? Why would they clone the second though? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why the like, third's existing? I mean, I mean, I mean, what has Tyrone Johnson the second done for anybody except hate on hate on brothers on the podcast? You know, trying to trying to live their lives. You know what I'm saying? He just he just hating on another black man, black on black crime. You know, we why why, why are you hating on the brother, man? Bump it. <laughs> see 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 see. I'm too original. Ha, ha, just just have a chair chair just have a chair fight on the on the. I mean, I mean, oh yeah, I mean, what what are we gonna pull up to each other like two cowboys with, with folding chairs, at a bridge? <laughs> no, I'm 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 just kidding, Tyrone Johnson. Yeah, I I know, I know. We're 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 just we're just ribbing. It's 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 all cool. <laughs> but but yeah, um, but yeah, definitely watch uh, two, but uh, definitely watch they clone Tyrone uh Tyrone Johnson. I think you like that movie. Uh, you notice they didn't make a movie called They Cloned Victor. You know why? That would be freak. That's an A twenty four. Ooh, I haven't. A- God damn it! Listen. They cloned Victor, right? So like, <laughs> I, I'm thinking this movie could take place in a basement, right? Um, it could take, it could take place in a basement, and, and, and you can also have like a in, in this like weird Airbnb situation, kind of like Barbarian Part Two. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Listen, <laughs> he's like, don't give this man ideas. I'm talking. Like- I'm talking, I, I, I'm, I'm talking. You know, a basement, a Mariah Carey soundtrack, some hot sauce, um, um, some a bucket of KY, 
and, and, and an old jar of pickle, old jar of pickles. Home run. That's gonna, that's gonna be the horror movie of the century. Yeah, you you are not lying. I'm I'm, I'm talking 4K resolution. Okay. No. no. Okay. No. I'm talking the highest quality resolution. You see everything. All right. I'm talking foots. I'm talking toes in mouths with hot sauce, like in the movie Talk to Me. Okay. They cloned Victor. A24 production. Rated NC seventeen. Yeah. <laughs> that means take seventeen of your friends to see it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> why don't you just why don't you just write a screenplay about the family? I mean It's a simple it's a simple premise. Guy who just living his everyday life. Mm-hmm. You know, but then he just but then new family comes in. Makes don't don't do that. <laughs> he just makes friends, you know. New neighbors come in. Mm-hmm. He tries to get with him. He tried not get with him, but you know, try to make moves in. You know, moves into the neighborhood. Tries to make friends. Yep. But then he sees something suspicious in the basement. Mm-hmm. And then that's when the head of the family mm-hmm. gets suspicious. So without knowing, he sneaks into the house. And he finds the family. Mm-hmm. And then your sick, twisted imagination can run wild from that. Oh, yeah. I'm talking David Lynch, Ari Aster type vibe. Ari Aster, not David Lynch. You don't want to confuse your audience. They'll, they'll get it. You, you don't want to confuse your audience. You know, speaking of David Lynch, you should watch Inland Empire. It's three hours. No, no, no. <laughs> Do I know what the movie's about? No, but I liked it. <laughs> listen, listen. This is already done with your recommendations after Tree, after Tree of Life. Tree of Life is wonderful. Tree of Life is just... Like, what? First of all, the volume's on low and all you get is music. Yeah. And a bunch of screensavers. <sighs> bunch of screensavers. Pearls before swine right here. That's what it is. Pearls before swine. It's like, it's like, you. I'm, I'm. It's like I'm serving you, I'm serving you sirloin, medium well. But you're like, I want a slider. First of all, thank you for acknowledging that you finally tried a steak medium well and you liked it. It is. Yeah. Whatever happened to the? If there's pink, I should not eat. I was wrong. I, I told you. <laughs> But no, you like the, that. That was the movie. I'm sitting there watching this. This is three hours, mind you. I'm thinking, okay, this is probably be about a good two, and I have some time to talk about it on the show. Fred, it'll be fresh in my mind onto the show. Mm-hmm. I was damn near running late. Look, I mean, I was like, what is like, what is going on? I told you what the movie was. I, I told you what it was. <laughs> but it was just like... Listen. I, I mean, my I did say, gorgeously shot. The screensavers were gorgeous. They're scenes, not screensavers. Those are screensavers. No, they're not. It's just a freaking picture of like a moon and some dinosaurs and then... <sighs> my, my word. 
Like, like I, I, I served you a nice charcuterie board of, of, of nice gourmet cheeses, some Gouda, some Brie, some sharp cheddar, and you're sitting there like, I want some Kraft Thingles. First of all, you don't hate on Kraft Singles, okay? Them shit's a lifesavers. I'm going to hate on Kraft Singles. Victor Omoyo does not debase himself at this point in his life to eat Kraft Singles. Why would I eat Kraft Singles at this point in my life, Carl? Because sometimes all you need is just a quick sandwich and then to be out your and just to get, you know, to go about your day. Nah. Nah, you what you, you, yeah. need, you, you need some Gouda. You need some Pepper Jack. You need some Sharp Cheddar. There's a time and a place for that, but sometimes you just need it. Listen, I ain't got time for all that. Just get yourself some Kraft Singles. By the way, they do make Kraft Singles in those. Nah, Kraft Singles in the brand. Like you, you, you gotta, you gotta look at other brands. You gotta look at Trader Joe's. You gotta look at Whole Foods. Okay, you know, you know what I'm saying? No, they're too expensive. But you did got me with the blood orange soda. You, you got, you got me with the blood orange soda. Yeah. I'm not. I will never take that away from you. Thank you, thank you. I, I appreciate that. You know, I'm, I'm trying to up trying to up people's games here you know what i'm saying just trying to just trying to raise the bar you know oh victor you're you're so bougie please 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 i, I i'm 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 tr- i'm trying to do our people a favor you know i'm trying i'm trying to run a business here carl <laughs> so so what are we gonna do we're gonna develop a second brand of the codex prime podcast and you're just gonna kick me out and just say well if it ain't <laughs> <laughs> if it ain't gonna be good. Oh my god, please tell me. You know what? Dave Meltzer reported it, so you gotta take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, I mean. But! With the way Tony Khan is with him, I wouldn't put it past him. Listen, I'm I'm just waiting for Brawl Out Part 2. I, th- I feel like it's coming. First of all, if you're gonna say something's Brawl Out Part 2, what? Electric Boogaloo. I'm, wait- I'm waiting for Electric Boogaloo to happen. I, I, it's a matter of time. It's a matter of time, you know. And you know, uh, Tony Khan has to get two different hotels <laughs> in, in London. Oh my god! But yeah, you know, speaking of wrestling, um, you know, watched uh, SummerSlam as well a couple weeks ago. wasn't a bad show. No, it wasn't a bad show. It was quite enjoyable. Um, you know, you know, you know. Fun fact: it, it turns out that my my fiance's mom. She's also a fan of wrestling. Get out of here! <laughs> you know, like she's that like, is awesome. Yeah, like she's a casual watcher. Like she doesn't really like follow all the shows. But like I showed her uh, an episode of AEW, and like the first match we sh- we saw was uh, was Tremperetta versus Orange Cassidy versus um. It was like a it was like a John Moxley three way hardcore match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, t- uh, t- uh, you know, dumb tax dumb, t- stuff, dumb yeah. tax tables and all. She enjoyed it. Good for her. Yeah, I'm like nice but yeah you know um SummerSlam. Um, i will say the the one disappointment i had was that finn balor didn't win the world heavyweight yeah, championship I and i gotta say man being a finn balor fan i i feel like it hurts it hurts like i I, I, I feel like how you feel with the dallas cowboys you know what i'm saying oh, <laughs> like 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 you you know that you know that Finn Balor is is primed for greatness. You've seen him as an NXT champion. You, you you know what he can do with the gold around his waist. But when it comes but when it comes to like like the main roster world gold, so close yet so far. Mm-hmm. I I just want to see him with the World Heavyweight Championship, even if it's just one month. 
Yeah, even transition stuff. But I'm starting to see the story with the. I'm starting to see new developments with the Judgment Day story. Yep. So I can see his spoke in the wheel with it. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, not mad at it. Yeah, I'm curious to see how that's gonna cook. Yeah. Just like, all right. The the bloodline story. Jimmy Quitten. I mean, Jay Quitten. Made perfect sense. Because yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be Uso versus Uso, which is something that they've always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But with Jay quitting, you know, deuces Uses, <laughs> clever, nice. Um, Jay has to be off. Jay, Jay has to be gone. Because mm-hmm. now, since Jimmy's like gone a lot, mm-hmm. build Jimmy up to the level of Jay while Jay's gone. True. Then the match will be so much more special because if they did it at payback, it's an automatic given that Jay's gonna win. Yeah. Because he's main event Jay Uso. Mm-hmm. You gotta make main event Jimmy Uso as well. Yeah. That could you, be. You build that up. The correct. You build that up properly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could be the main event at WrestleMania 40, night one. Good. <laughs> yeah. It, it it really could. So like, let's. Yeah, let's 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 see how let's see where it goes. Yeah, and even then you get now you get little brother in the mix. Oh, he knows he gets his look. He gives his dirty looks to Roman as well. Yeah, solo. Yeah, he's he's biding his time. It seems. Yeah. 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 So yeah, some some uh, some interesting irons in the fire there, uh, for sure. Um, you know, on the AEW side, you know, I've been it's been hard to keep up with. Well, because I've been doing the uh, the podcast here. Um, Wednesdays, so I don't make it in time, make it home in time to watch AEW, and then I can't watch Collision on Saturdays. Yeah, Saturdays is a death knell for for a wrestling show because people have things to do, uh, or people people don't want to spend their Saturday night watching. A and it's the show. summertime. Yeah, that and plus like Phillips on the show, you know, you know Philip walking around in his sandbox. Oh look! Look at Philly. He's he's walking around being a pretend champion. Oh, he's got his little binky, his replica title. He's got his little symbol, the X on it. Get the fuck out of here! You know, angry Philip. Well, I mean, what's what's he gonna do? Was he watch him spaz out at the next press conference? Well, I, I'm, that's the real main event. Forget all in at Wembley. Forget all out. The, the real event is brawl the out to media scrum, yeah. Yep, Electric Boogaloo. But here's the I, thing. I'm ready. I'm actually entertained by it. I was like, what's going to happen now? Yeah. Like, th- like there was a meme that I saw in reference to in reference to CM Punk where it's like an Arthur meme where, like, Arthur's little sister sees a sign on the door. It says, yeah. like, um, stop starting drama. And then CM Punk goes, like, this sign will stop me because I can't read. I'm like, yeah, that's him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say this, though. The differences between the WWE press conferences and the AEW press conferences. Mm. AEW, you're expecting drama. Yeah. You're expecting something, some wild and crazy shit from, uh, from like MJF for Lord knows whoever, because that's the bar that they set. Yeah. Whereas with like WWE ones, you actually get information. Yeah. Like they even at like somebody was bold enough at the press conference for SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. I stood up and watched it. 
somebody was bold enough to ask about Vince's involvement. Mm. And Triple H gave like the best answer. Mm. He was like, listen, the wrestling business would not be what it is today if it wasn't for him. That's true. Why not have somebody why not have somebody who build that? Mm-hmm. Like there. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, as long as uh as long as he's not like the head of creative as long as he's not as long as he's, as long as he's not making most of the creative decisions. Yeah, he he's throwing in some inputs. I heard I, I heard some that the whole dirty dom is Mm. Is like a Vince idea, but it's just still. It, I mean, he's still making it work. Yeah, I mean, Dom, he's still getting the I biggest. I love it. The biggest heat re, heel reactions on the roster, and that's the thing. So it's fuck because it's fun mm-hmm. to boo him. Yeah, it's fun to do that for him, and he's playing it off like a champ. He is. He is. He's really coming into his own as a, as a heel, especially with that stolen North American title. <laughs> Yeah. It's it's working for him and hiding behind Rhea like it all the yeah. time. It works for him. Yeah. Yeah, it certainly does. So like I'm always entertained whenever he comes out. Um and who knew who knew like we would say that about Dominic Mysterio. Yeah, you thought you would have think like he's just he's Rey he's Rey Mysterio's son. White meat, you know, you would think he would be the white meat baby face, you know all mm-hmm. that. No. No, he he turned around. Yeah, he turned it all he turned it all the way around. And it's working. It is. It is. And uh, you know, we got some oh, and we have a new women's champion, EO Sky. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, that was good. I was really My happy little to cousin see that. who's a huge Bianca fan, like she was heated, but <laughs> Yeah, you know, you know, it's a fun fact. Bianca Belair, she's the longest reigning women's champion of the modern era and also has one of the shortest reigns of the modern era. Yeah. Like seconds, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, EO Sky well deserved cash in. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's just a way to keep. It's a way to just keep Bianca strong. Because mm-hmm. here's the thing: there were suggestions about turning Bianca heel, which I don't think should happen. They don't. It, it's the John Cena thing. Mm. Oh, like yeah. she's she's too. She's too much of a good of a positive influence mm-hmm. for them to do that. Like, yo, remember, remember WrestleMania? Yeah, the little girl's mother died that day. Yeah, and she still performed. She still performed. So it is like I give Bianca. It was probably it was probably Oscar was probably supposed to win that night, mm. but they probably just called an audible for that little girl. Yeah, which was the right call. And then even then, they still like like they gave Oscar win. They gave Oscar win, in mm-hmm. a big setting. And then also too, it was like that moment. They gave that little girl a moment. Yeah, yeah, they did. Where she danced with Bianca again after the victory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, like you, you, like I know some people. You know they. You can't, You have to think about the business end of things. You have to just think about other things besides what you see on TV and what you think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, there's a bigger picture that you really have to, like, take into consideration. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, that's uh, part of the wrestling business. Yeah. Yeah. And, hey, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what, what comes next, especially with, uh, 
you know, Gunter also. He's about to break Honky Tonk Man's record. Yeah. Well deserved. Oh yeah, absolutely. He's 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 made that intercontinental title meaningful. Yeah. And LA- Chad Gable's a good he's a good opponent for him. Yeah. Shush is over. It is. And Chad Gables, he's showing people like, yo, don't forget, I'm a solid ass wrestler. Yeah. Yeah, I won't be, I won't mind if Chad Gable eventually takes it off Gunter. No, I wouldn't mind it either. Yeah. And uh and who else? You got LA Knight. Yeah. Yeah. That's Yeah. He's over like Rover. He is. It's a matter of time. Prime example of when you get yourself over to the point where the machine. Okay. For the longest time, we always said the machine was programming us to like Roman. Mm-hmm. And it backfired. Yeah. Until Roman programmed the machine. Mm-hmm. That's what L.A. Knight did. Yeah. The machine tried to give us Max Dupree, mm-hmm. but he made the machine, he he programmed the machine to push L.A. Knight. Yeah. And the key thing that happened was when Vince had to step down, that's when yeah. he course corrected. And yeah, people are like, oh, okay. He has like four, he has like four shirts. Oh yeah, that that's like, like four top selling shirts nice. out of the top five. Nice, nice. Let me talk to you. To you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and when you get a chance, listen to they just did a uh, episode on uh, one two three. Well, Sean Waltman, um, Bruce Pritchard. Mm-hmm. You know he's never won an Intercontinental title. One two three kid. Yeah. I thought I could have sworn he never. I must be like one of those make Mandela effects. Yep. Yeah, because I remember for the longest time, I th- I swear that he once a three kid won the world intercontinental belt. Never. I know he competed for it. Yeah, but he never. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Another fun fact. Hmm. You want to know when its first WrestleMania was? Uh, it was. I want to say. It was fourteen. Fifteen. Oh. Mind you, he's been in the company. He was in the company long before that. Came in at like 92, 93. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It wasn't 14 because that was like, he came out He came out the next night. Yeah. Yeah. When Shawn Michaels dropped the belt to Austin. Yeah. But yeah, he didn't have a WrestleMania match until 15. Wow. Hmm. And you would think, I'm like, no, he had to have. And then you really think about it. Do the research. You're like, damn. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because he went to WCW shortly thereafter. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Oh, and also like one more thing with uh with wrestling. Um, I did hear about the uh, dark side of the ring with Marty Jannetty. I haven't watched it at all this season, which I'm very disappointed in because like I I love that show. Yeah, like. I gotta say, like, it's clear watching that, like, two things is that, and one, I think Marty's wife or so, somebody said this, is like, the thing with Marty Jannetty is that when, when you hear him talk, just know that, like, 90% of what he says is all made up. Like, he just, you know, fabricates stuff. Oh, I'm friends with him on Facebook. You're, oh, I'm, uh, I'm then I'm sure you know. Um, oh, okay. I, get, I get good laughs over what he yeah. says. I'm like, dude. It, yeah, the, the, yeah, the, the episode does mention, like, his, uh, Facebook, uh, 
that weird Facebook uh, post he had where he's, he said that he talked about how he murdered somebody yeah. who tried to molest him at 13 years old. Um, turns out that that was, that was made up. Um, I think Al, Al Snow was in the show too. He says that like, you know, yeah, Marty was basically, he was talented for sure, but he was his own worst enemy. Yep. And weirdly enough, it's like Vince gave him chance after chance. Yep. Like he rehired him multiple times mm-hmm. and yeah, just could never get it together. And it's like, man, it's 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 also it's funny yet sad, like when you when you when you hear his his life yeah. and where he's going. Yeah, you you know it's funny too. Like I've heard FTR mention this. I think it was like on Jericho's podcast. You know how people always say like, oh, okay, well this person is Deshaun and this other person is the Marty Jannetty. Yeah, tag teams actually hate that. Yeah. I can see they that. really do hate that. It's not because, and it's like, no, Marty was great, yeah. especially in the ring. Yeah, he was very good. Yeah, I remember he. I remember him having a match with Kurt Angle when he had his mini comeback in like '05. Yeah, that was a solid match. Yeah, yeah. And the little Rockers reunion they had during that feud was a little. It was nice. That was nice to see. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, but. Man, yeah. Sometimes, like the 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 worst enemy is the one in the mirror. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. Future Dark Side of the Ring episodes. Oof. Um, cause I, cause I, cause um, I don't, I don't know what else they they haven't covered yet. Uh, cause I know they covered Bam Bam Bigelow. Um, who else? Uh, they did want to junkyard dog, which I'm really like. Yeah. Curious about. I'm like. Yeah, junkyard dog. He died young. Yeah, yeah, car accident. Yeah, too soon. And sad fact, his daughter who inducted him to the Hall of Fame ended up dying the same way, I oh, believe. Yeah. Oh, that's horrible. Ugh. Man, dark side indeed. Um, yeah. Who else? Uh, dark side of the ring. Hmm. I'm trying to think of like some some modern examples. I mean, I'm, I'm sure like, I'm sure like, I'm sure I'm sure CM Punk will be a future episode, like years down the line. Uh you can easily put Nia Jax there. Um Yeah, girl. <laughs> um, you know, how many people she's almost killed in the ring. Yeah. Uh she's training again. She lost like a ton of weight. Oh yeah? Yeah. That's good. Yeah, she looks great. That's that's good. I know I know she's like your number one thirst trap, but um but but she but uh we we the, the wrestling community has declared that she has no place in Brandy Rose retired. Triple H's WWE. Who? Brandy Rhodes officially retired. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn. I'll be... No, we're not getting a Nightmare Collective in WWE. I, I, th- I think I think that the WWE fans have been deprived of what could have been. Nightmare Collective 2.0? Don't do that to me. Somebody else could have been like New Luther. Damn it. We could have had something. No, you could have. But... Lacey Evans is gone from the roster. Yeah, so... So... Uh, you know what it is? I look at it as this. They they definitely... They tried. They did. They they they, they, they definitely... They they tried. She just couldn't connect with the audience. The newer... Ca- the characters that they tried to do with her, which I... I liked. Mm-hmm. I liked the whole, you know, the military thing because that's who she is. Yeah. You know, but it just couldn't quite. For some, I guess it just really couldn't quite connect with the audience, and she just couldn't really couldn't get it over. Yeah, yeah, some, yeah. Sometimes it's like that's that one element that just can't 
can't translate. Yeah. Yeah. But but yeah. Yeah, lots lots of lots of things to to get into with wrestling um and other stuff. But yeah, we're going to we're hitting the half one and a half hour mark, so we're gonna wrap it up here. And yeah, we got a little bit of gaming to do too. Yep, got some gaming to do. Um, um, Tyrone has some more hating to do on his own time. Um, but uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, uh, you know uh, that that about wraps it up for this week's uh, episode of the Codex Prime podcast. Um, yeah, follow us everywhere. Uh, we're here every week. Uh, well, this this time Wednesdays at eight p.m. ish Eastern. We will get back to Tuesdays eventually. Um, we got some future episodes coming down. We got the we got an upcoming uh, best hip hop producers tournament. You'll definitely want to stick around for that one, um, as well as as well as some other guests uh, down the line. Uh, follow us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, iHeartRadio. Just Google us, search for us. You can find our shows anywhere, wherever there's a podcasting platform. Uh, we're on Instagram at Codex Prime Podcast, and uh, is it now X at Codex Prime? Dun, 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 dun. Oh man, I haven't heard that song in a long time. Yeah, so we're on we're we're on Twitter or or Twitter X or X Twitter, um, Teeter, whatever it is. Uh, we're we're on that too. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, Carl, uh, what else you got? Okay, um. Codex Prime in the Black Nerd Book Club presents DJ Mr. Bird live at Troop uh, Friday night, uh, uh, August 25th from 10 to 2 a.m. 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. And then the following, the and then the following Friday is the Moonlight Vibe and Vending Vibe at the Southside Cultural Center of Rhode Island, located at 393 Broad Street. Uh, there's gonna be a whole mu- whole bunch of vendors going on uh, midnight sessions with you know light you know well lit uh, vendors and then uh, music provided by myself opening up for the uh, from Rhode I- for Rhode Island Soca King DJ Matic. Very popular DJ Matic. Uh, so uh yeah, come come out to that, come through, show some love. Both days, very entertaining. absolutely. You know, you know, come one, come all, you know, uh, a lot lots of hot events out there. You know, events that'll keep you hot and creamy. God, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> uh Yep. So yeah, that about wraps it up for this week's episode. Uh, thank y'all for watching and listening. Tyrone, stop hating. Um, as always, uh, we will catch you on the flip. Peace out, nerds. Later.